Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Forty Four's View with myself Bob and himself Ryan. What's happening, folks? And Nemo over there, of course. Nemo as always. This week we're delighted to be joined by Kieran Reddington of Powerful Creative Minds, who has recently dropped a brand new single with Rebitual called Here and Now. Kieran, welcome to the show, my brother. How's it going, folks? Thanks very welcome much for having Welcome, another me. top man alumni. Yeah. yeah, so I appreciate this little reunion again, guys. Yeah, it's this been nice. Yeah. A full-on, full circle. It's like, we've always said, like, because when we started the podcast, because we met in Top Man, and that's kind of the reason why everyone that we reached out to early doors has always been, like, associated the Top Man in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and completely so, open to it yeah, as well. Like. Yeah, 100%. yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, that's it. Like, that's you know, community, like. Yeah, it is. Course, doing yeah. so much different <laughs> shit these days, so it's just like, fucking hell, let's give them a bell. See if yeah. they want to come yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, thanks so much for dropping up. I really do appreciate it, mate. No worries, lads. I really do appreciate the opportunity. So last it. week we had Ev Wild on, so shout out to Ev. Nice yeah. one for dropping up. Do you know Ev? Actually, He's, do you know what? I work with his little brother. Oh, Warren, do you? Warren Ormond, yeah, in school, yeah. Oh, His lovely. little brother's in the school that I work in, and yeah. little boxer lad. And he got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his brother's definitely making him seriously proud, like, because okay, he's going around, he's gone around, and, like, most of the students would recognise his brother now, like, right, because yeah. he, he made that one song with Shanice, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, we were talking yeah, about yeah, last big. week, yeah. And now he's like getting props off everybody in the skills. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, I'd say he's delighted the little young fellow. Yeah, DJ, you know. Yeah, it is pretty cool for a month. So yeah, yeah, actually. So yeah, shout out for dropping up and giving us his time, and same with yourself, Karen. But um, yeah, we'll jump right into it. I have a um, little icebreaker. So Karen, what we do with the podcast to kind of break the ice a little bit get the conversation flowing as we kind of do a little would you rather or a little like you know just to mm -hmm. get your opinion on a little topic or here or there or whatever yeah, cool. but um yeah. seeing as we have four i'm the only not musical person in the room mm -hmm. just to say habitual is up with us she's come on and uh brock here on up in the car and he's nice. here with us <laughs> yeah she's punching me in the leg when i say something wrong so <laughs> keep me in check but um yeah so i did mention this to you last week we didn't use it but um it was would you rather right, be able to play every instrument that's out there or would you rather learn be able to speak any language in the world or every language in the world yeah that's a tough <laughs> one i remember i was actually thinking on this yeah long to the week <laughs> um i think uh i've always wanted to learn a, another language but yeah i've always been poxy at it yeah like, I, like i've i've tried taking up spanish before I barely get to how are you and I'm just <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know what this isn't for me And but I would love to learn Italian because I find myself kind of going over there quite a lot I yeah. know a bit yeah like you know but not a lot once you yeah, make the hand know. gesture you're speaking yeah, Italian like, hey oh and they're like oh we get you like do you know what I mean like but other than that yeah I would love to learn a couple of languages but yeah you're just, a music head so but I am a mute yeah but like it's yeah. yeah it's, it's a tough, tough one isn't it yeah. it's a fucking tough one bastard yeah I think I think that is a difficult one I definitely choose learning all instruments though right because even in school like i wasn't too interested in learning any other language than yeah. english like yeah right. so i'd regurgitate every time i had like you know when you'd have these little 15 minute things that you'd have to say like hello my name yeah and you're just like listening to somebody else's recording of it and you're just like, yeah. trying to say that recording like yeah. so now i wasn't fully interested in, in yeah. languages even now like as an sna i'm in school and if I'm working with a student who's in a language class, right. like even from then, I'd avoid that purposely. Like, oh, okay. So I'd yeah. go and work with a different student right, in a different yeah. class. Like, wow. It's, I don't know. Who's on yard? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these children's on yard? <laughs> I'll take you out, Darren. <laughs> yeah, hey, <are> <laughs> Yeah, whatever, man. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's what way I, I always kind of had that trigger with it because like, I just couldn't understand it. Like, and yeah. 
when I was in school, it was just like, Jesus Christ, man, trying to speak English to your friends is hard enough. You know? <laughs> I know, trying yeah. To get them to understand where you're coming from and why you don't understand something. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Then yeah, yeah. You're asked to try and understand this language that's completely alien to you. Yeah. I know you're only trying to say, hello, my name is, I'm 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm from Dublin. <laughs> like, you know, we like chocolate. Shit, but it's just like, oh man, it's just so forced yeah, yeah. that I just, I just didn't feel it. I think that's the thing as well. It was very forced in school. Yeah. So obviously it's part of the curriculum and stuff like that. But like, you wouldn't, you weren't intentionally like at that age, like saying, oh, I love to speak French. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I did six years of French. I know nothing. Yeah, I'm the Do you know same, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I absorbed nothing from that class. Other than my teacher looked like Jerry Adams. That was it. Like, do you know what I mean? And they all used to say, Teaching Northern Jer- Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that was it. Like, that's all I t- took away from that class. Like, and I yeah, said, now, yeah. I'd, be the, I'd have been the same with languages as well. But I do, like, do you ever get when you hear someone speaking a different language? Yeah, and like, yeah. That is really fucking cool. Like, like you know I, I mean? Obviously, walking where I walk and stuff like that, there's a lot of, like, yeah, who come through the door who are multilinguists and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's brilliant to see. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, I'd be like, "Fuck, that'd be deadly to just even." And they do, s- but they do say as well that English is the hardest language to yeah, learn. So, yeah. like, yeah. for people to be able to speak another language, like their their not normal tongue or whatever, yeah, and then to learn English, like, fair fucking play them. Yeah. Oh, stop, bro! Like, but like, for me, getting back to the question, I think I would rather be able to learn or be able to speak all languages because I think it would be easier to learn. Um, every instrument. Okay, does that makes Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? Oh, yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. if I learn, if I knew that's how to speak every language, mm. then I could probably try and learn all instruments in a, in that language. No, just in I'm general. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but like I think it would be easier to be, pick up a guitar and learn how to play a guitar than to learn how to speak French. Yeah. Okay. Do you get yeah, me? No fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't you. know. That was just my no, yeah, yeah. thoughts on it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But it's it's tough though. It's tough, like, yeah. Even yeah. learning fucking instruments is like a pain in the hole. Like yeah, even when I had a guitar teacher. Language, that's the thing about it. You oh, know? Ooh, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it is. Though, it's the yeah. universal language. Yeah, the universal yeah, yeah. language yeah. of the world, like, you know. And even if you're not completely fluent in it, mm. you can still make something from it. Still vibe with it and understand that's it. That's yeah. 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 that way, so. it's a, That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, sidestep. <laughs> that, you know? Good that's analogy, good. yeah. But yeah, so I would prefer to learn how to play all instruments. Yeah any language it is sexy to be able to speak loads of different <laughs> languages don't get me wrong like, definitely like, sexy like, yeah. did you ever see that TV ad where your man's like just waffling away to this girl from oh, is that the meteor ad is it or something yeah like is it this scouse girl yeah and it's he's like, like I have no, for I'm a not, kilo yeah. of tomatoes or something yeah, Spanish, yeah like, I know what you're talking about oh yeah, yeah, like, it, does yeah. Sound, it does sound good and all, but <laughs> yeah. he rings his sister or something yeah. and she's like how do you <laughs> say this Spanish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cracker of an ad do you ever remember the Nico ad do you know your man who was like you know he's trying to get you to stop smoking and he's like hi I'm Nico and he'd open the door and like as you as he's taking you through the house you see all these empty fags all over the place have butts and stuff like that yeah. and then he starts like eroding away and getting real old and stuff because all he does is smoke and shit it was a fucked up ad back in the day you like, smoke now because of it <laughs> <laughs> no it's <totally laughs> completely off I was like oh Jesus <laughs> like, fucked up ad I'll uh, put it up on the stories yeah. and you can all have a look at but it. while we're speaking about ads shout out the Banjo Man you up the Banjo Man they won an award there what was the award Nemo probably can't you can probably can't remember. What was it, yeah? It was uh, for cinematography in uh, one of our ads for Liberty Insurance. Yep. Nice. Go, tell. Limo. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations to yeah. Banjo well Man. Well done, the Banjo Man. Yeah. Yup. I actually wanted to just uh, ask you someone. <laughs> no, yeah. my missus is probably uh, 
go mad over this. <laughs> do you remember? Do you know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> do you know what I'm gonna talk about? I have a feeling. And I, you know do, what? I don't know if I ever told you this. And you know what? I'm getting a flashback of one of my legs hanging outside the car. <laughs> this is obviously an inside joke with the two boys. I was about to say, right, Nick? I'm sorry about this, but uh, I told her she that doesn't girl, listen anyway. It's no, all she good. doesn't listen anyway, so it's all good. I told her that yourself was coming on. And she was like, please don't tell that story. And I was like, I'm going to tell that story. 100%. Right, now I want you to get in complete right. detail yeah. of this because right. we need so, to be there. So a few years, I think it was actually, we were doing something for Top Man. It was, I don't yeah. think it was a shift. I think it was, we played football or something. Oh yeah, and we were, we coming back from an Astro, weren't we? Yeah, it was an Astro or something. So my, my missus was picking me up and obviously you were living in Crumlin at the time. So I was like, oh here, jump in the car. And we let you out. Nice uh, one for the invite. You weren't there, bro. <laughs> Lauren, uh, actually, Lauren was there. Was Lauren, Lauren picked you up. Oh, was I there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. There. Thanks for That's the invite. I was a seven aside. <laughs> you were there too, you mad bastard. Like, it was when we played. It was when we uh, played Arnett's. They were just non existent again. Right, right. That was that night. Nice bit of context to the story. Context to the story. So did fucking I. So I had ran I for years. Myself, I pulled myself off after seven. No, yeah. Hey, that I was playing right. centre mid as well. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, just in the corner jacking it off at the seventieth minute. Just on centre circle. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> but uh, it's after I got, and I was going to say I ploughed out with that young one. That, oh, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she fucking uh, roasted she me. She ran onto the pitch and just two footed Bob, and that was all she done. I went for game. the ball, and then she just went for me, and I was just like, but "Fuck!" I'd say you were in your head like, "I don't want to pull out just because she's a girl." Absolutely. <laughs> And that was literally it. It sounded so wrong. I know, I know. Was this <laughs> before 70 minutes or after 70 minutes? Before <laughs> <laughs> 70 minutes. Anyway, oh, got to the story. Got to the story. I, took, I was like, fuck this, I'm out here. Sorry, anyway. sorry Squish. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so my missus picked me up and then I was like, Kieran, jump in the back there and we'll go and you can jump out uh, uh, Star Bingo or whatever mm. close to yourself. Yeah. Or maybe it was closer to your gaff. I'm not sure. No, it was the bus stop just at Star Bingo. Yeah. It was yeah, the bus yeah. stop at Star Bingo. That picture the minute you said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Brought it all back and... Kieran was in the back and I was in the front and obviously Nick was driving and uh, he got he goes he was getting out of the car and he was like Roy thanks so much cheers I like I really appreciate all this and then I was like yeah bro I'll see you later Nick took off Nick took off right she started driving and his his foot was still in the car and his other foot was his other foot was got rolled over and then he took, and I never forget I looked around and he was like rob me foot <laughs> He was like, rub me foot. And he goes, my car's running off me foot. And I was just like, yeah, see you, bro. And then I only realised what he was saying. I was like, Nicole, you're running over his fucking foot. And I, the fear in your face, bro. Yeah. I'll I never said, forget I'd walk it. home as well, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I had 20 miles to get home with a yeah, broken Yeah, but like, you were just like, oh, I'm not out of the car. I'm not out of the car. And Nicole was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, you have to run over his fucking leg, you mad thing. Oh, God, yeah, but that. I will never... that. Your, that image of your face is born in my head for all time. It's a fucking cracker. How's the foot? Is all right? Yeah, man. I can he still has it. So still has it. It's all good. She <laughs> sends our she sends our apologies to this day. No like, she's definitely going to listen to this episode just to see if yeah, you I mean, told the story. Well, well listen. I am. I'm doing great. Yeah, Thanks he's doing that. good. He's all right. Thanks for the memory. I do appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that was a good story it. for the podcast. That was fucked. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. Fuck me, dog. Yeah, I'm even sweating, like, even thinking. Yeah, I was sweating after laughing that much. I know, yeah, it's ridiculous. But, right, we'll get into yourself a little bit and, uh, like, you know, get serious for a little while. So, PCM, how did it start? Powerful Creative Minds. Yeah. Does it, it go has by? a very strong name, so it's obviously, yeah. like, 
you can tell straight away that's what it's going to be about. Like, it seems very deep and, like... Yeah, absolutely, man. That, was, that was always our angle of approach, you know, that way. Mm. Yeah. To try and, like, be as honest as possible. But for PCM, when that first started, like, there was, like, this kind of, like... PCM was already a thing around Puddle Close. Right. But the M... This is going to sound so corny, look. But the M <laughs> actually sound, said Mafia. It meant Mafia in right. PCM. Oh. Because it was, like... Loads of gangs at the time. Right, yeah, And they yeah. associated themselves with this PCM thing that, I don't know, obviously added to their yeah. narrative or whatever. So then, we always see this spray all over the, all, all over the wall and the close and stuff like that where we lived, on the road where we lived, me and Ricks. And then when we were making music, we were like, what are we going to call ourselves? And we were like, we should put a spin on PCM, like, you know that way? Like, yeah. Because there's kids still on the road, like, and there's, like, we have a little brother and he has loads of friends that live on the road. So we were like, we need to kind of change this narrative properly, right, like, you know yeah. the way. Yeah, that's fair. Like, genuinely, yeah. like, try and inspire the kids that were on the road, like, you know the yeah, way. So, yeah. we thought Powerful Creative Minds was a fitting, um, a fitting name for that abbreviation. Fair. So Just to switch up the narrative of, like, kind of gangs. Yeah, and, and this, like you don't that, only yeah. have to fall into that type of lane, you know that way. Like yeah, that, of course, that's, yeah. That's not your only way. Yeah, because without, without speaking out terms, sorry, I do, I have heard of, like, Pot of Close being that kind of bit. Yeah, it like was a little bit rough. Like, rough, yeah, yeah. yeah like, for, so we came, we moved in there from 1999, um, and we lived in Fatima before that, so right. we knew rough already, but when we got there, we were like, oh, holy shit, like, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is pretty tough. Like, it's there were still big, huge gates in the middle of the road. Like, yeah. some of the houses were built and some of them weren't. Like, right. So there was always that, like, oh, you are here first and you came onto the road late, so this is our road type. <laughs> yeah, and that mentality, was, yeah. Yeah, so for some reason, like, just because some families were there first, they felt like they could just, like, pick on other families who were there last, and there was always just feuds in between. Yeah, that, you yeah. Know that way. So we genuinely, like, every negative connotation towards that road was was true at the time, but it's definitely not for, like, it's not like that now. The yeah, place has yeah. changed. Like, there is yeah. new life in the place and there is positivity coming over you. 100%, know? yeah. But I do feel that way about Dublin as well. Like, in a, as a whole, like, even, like, with, the say, the likes of Fatty Man Rialto, mm. like, the apartments and all there are really nice. And, like, mm. I remember when my girlfriend was pregnant, I used to get the Lewis down to Rialto and just walk through, like, the flats and all, without, or not the flats, the apartments, and not be like, I wasn't... Because obviously, Rialto, mm. Fatima growing up, when you're younger, you hear of these places for crime and drugs. Like, not just, oh, yeah, yeah. obviously, not just that place, but I mean, in this this story. And mm. I never felt that walking through now and this day and age. So I do feel mm. Dublin has kind of changed. Now, obviously, there are still some spots that are heavy with that stuff. But, like, I mean, as a whole, I feel Dublin has changed a little bit. Like, yeah, completely. It's in, in comparison to history, like, and that's yeah. what that's Absolutely. supposed to do, you know what I mean? It's Take like all these back. areas as well, like as well, like Drim now, like well, all hotels and things opening up, like even on Cork Street. Mm-hmm. Cork Street back in the day used to be, yeah, yeah. Happy, like, do you know what I mean? I used to have my tower in Denor Avenue. Mm-hmm. I used to go down to Denor Avenue flats and stuff like that and hang out, and that was fucking. That was dodge yeah. sketch back in the day. Yeah, yeah, two yeah, little rockers from Drim now, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was fucking terrified going down yeah, there, yeah, bro. Yeah, and honestly, my mate's dad yeah. had to come out and be like, don't touch these lads. Mm. And like, we'd just walk by a bunch of lads. Obviously, he was part of like, the vigilantes in the flats and stuff like that. So they all knew him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, he's here. Yeah, you kind of had to get a pass just to go through the yeah, year. Literally, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I Even when I first moved up to Drim they were like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I moved off to Carrow Road. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's grand then. Literally, like, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, see you later. But yeah, you're definitely right. It's not as heavy anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 Hey, yo, where are you 
from? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you mentioned so just to give a bit of context for mm. people that wouldn't know PCM, it was yourself, your brother Rick. Yeah, myself and, and my little brother Jasmine. Ricky and yeah. Jazzy. Yeah, yeah, Jazzy. Jazzy, yeah, she we so. So yeah, started, how did that started. come? How did that come together? Like obviously you mm. and your brother, you were saying doing music or whatever. How did maybe Jazzy get involved? Like so, Jazzy got involved. Me and Ricky were making music together, and we recognised that we needed a singer. Yeah, the kind of just. To suit your kind of yeah sn- yeah to recognise yeah. that it, it was it was musicians rather than just two rappers yeah writing right, yeah, verses yeah. you know that way yeah. we wanted yeah, of course. we wanted that artistry to come with with our music yeah That's fair. we didn't want it just to be like oh these two are just writing random verses and they're not they're trying to bet- betray yeah. themselves as rappers but it's more than that you know the way we've yeah, actually yeah. practiced this for so many years and genuinely taught ourselves how to structure a rap properly mm. and recognise that the 16 bars and you can use an 8 bar hook mm. and you can constantly use the 8 bar hook back into a little bridge then back to another 16 mm. bar yeah. verse and an outro mm. and that can be the structure of the song and we were trying to learn that for so long like because we recognise with the Irish hip hop scene there were so many people kind of rapping the same type of way but was kind of free verse. It wasn't structured, and that's cool as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's completely fine. But we recognised that that kind of didn't have that kind of musicianship about it. it didn't yeah. feel like a song when you hear a rapper in Ireland rapping. So that that was our angle of approach. We wanted it to be as professional as possible. So then we were like, Jazzy is an unreal musician already, yeah. and we know her from school. Yeah, she was in uh, the choir in school, and she could play violin unbelievably yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna get a drink. Yeah, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Cotton mouth, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good. But just to just to jump in on that, just real quick, I did notice like of when you said you'd come on, I went back and listened because obviously when I we met, we know you from a long time ago on <laughs> Top Man Days, so you told us about PCM when you first started, and I listened to back then, and it is very like as you said, it's not like the typical kind of hip hop in a sense of like it feels like it's very like love letters are like real emotional yeah. kind of rap yeah so like to get jazzy in i kind of feel you were aiming for that kind of difference as you were saying a different angle to yeah. hip-hop in ireland like absolutely and we were heavily influenced by the fuji so we thought jazz can really 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 sing yeah and this is one way that we can like me the idea of PCM in our own head is if we get Jazzy in to sing for us. Yeah. So like being influenced heavily by the Fugees obviously. Of course. Yeah. We thought if we have a verse here and a verse here and Jazzy in the middle, this is gonna go really yeah. really, really well. Yeah. It's and funny now that you mentioned that, sorry, I don't mean to cut on you, that, that Fugees was a influence. I can hear like now that I'm I've listened to, yeah, yeah, I yeah, listened yeah, to your yeah. songs earlier because I was obviously trying to scratch up on the music or whatever. And I was listening to it, and the way his deal rap sounds like the the Fuji, Fuji's like yeah, 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 that's fun, oh, funny now that you say that, it. Like. Yeah, Whitecliff's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Honest to God. But yeah, so that that's how that's how we got Jazzy involved. Just wanting our sound to be professional, and we recognised how good she was in school. So we asked her, and she was like all on board. Yeah. And then also there was this lad called Ryan Kennedy. Shout out to Ryan Kennedy if you're listening, brother. Um. <laughs> He was rapping some like years before I was rapping, anyways, because my little brother was rapping for years before I was as well. Yeah. But I didn't know he didn't show anybody. But Ryan, Ryan, uh, one night I bumped into him and he was only coming off a gig, and I met him in Temple Bar actually, and I was writing on the sly, but I knew that he was writing for ages, like, and then. I was drunk yeah. and the opportunity uh, when the opportunity arose, I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking rap everything I have yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. Like, Do it. 
and it was probably shy at the time but he was just so encouraging like you know that yeah, way he was yeah. just like it's not all there yet but yeah you have something going on like yeah and i was like my little brother i know that he's writing stuff as well like we should all like come together Do and try and write together there, like. yeah. and then he got involved so it was me jazzy ricky and ryan and then we all we just kept going to rehearsal rooms and just practicing our ass off and then yeah. we had smitter bombiti ah bombiti yeah. yeah he's a legend yeah. what an absolute hero man no mess like he doesn't get enough credit for what he does because he's not on any socials or anything. Yeah, yeah. But he's literally, he is the man behind, like, producing every track. He is the way we sound, the way that we sound, you know, that way. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, they're his beats. Although we do help with the arrangement of the beat, they're still, he made them, you know? Yeah, so, of course, yeah. And he never wants to be the face of it. He always wants to be the guy in the background. But, yeah, shout out to Adam Smith because he deserves a lot yeah, of credit. Yeah, I actually bumped like, into you know? him there not too long ago and I was chatting to him. He's, he's like, I've obviously met him through... You yourself and all the mm. lads when we were back in the same days and all like yeah and yeah and he, man he was always into the music back yeah then. yeah he, he was a house like he, you know? I remember going back to Callum Key just got and he was DJing at it and all yeah. like and it was just he's fucking very musically talented like you know what Absol- I mean absolutely man. so just I want to kind of take it back maybe before Sorry, PCM miles off track there did no, I say. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 it's all good brother uh, I just want to kind of take it back to like maybe early influences like so you were saying your brother was writing mm-hmm. um, before that when you kind of started thinking. I want to start writing. Was there, like a was there a moment in your life where you were like, right, I want to kind of start writing. Like, was there a yeah. reason behind it? Yeah, there was. Like, we, me and Carl, we moved to Ibiza. You know, I don't know what year it was because I'm fucking. I remember you doing like, that trip that season. Yeah, yeah. I'm pushing on a bit, <laughs> but it was the first time that we went. It was that night we had a big huge gaff party, and Ricky was only sixteen at the time, I think, and I think he had his first drink. <laughs> and it's for spliff if I'm allowed to say <laughs> and uh, so yeah so then he finally got comfortable with me because it was always like this big bro little bro type thing and of course yeah. like he couldn't fully be who he was or whatever yeah, around yeah, me because he always had that respect but then it was like the night before we went away for some reason I just gave him a spliff out the back because we were all just drunk and all yeah yeah was. as you do and like, he, like <laughs> he wouldn't have took it if he didn't do it already you know that way so part of me thought part of me thought that he knows yeah he wasn't his fourth drink either I'd imagine <laughs> yeah. I was breaking down the barriers I mean. yeah. so then as a result of that he just got comfortable and then he just wrapped every single verse that he had for a good like half an hour wow and it wasn't just like about like him it was about like stuff that was happening in the news which was really strange to me because like if you know Ricky he was he didn't give a fuck about skill like you know the yeah. way he just mm. liked making friends and that was his whole buzz and that's what I loved about him but then when you listen to his raps they were real like Jesus Christ you were able to give a proper perspective on a bad situation that happened like, you know the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was his angle of approach I think he was talking about this this soldier called Lee Rigby yeah he got he got decapitated on in yeah. London yeah 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 and I was like I didn't even know about the story at the time and he was able to give his full analysis of it and I was like wow you're only 16 bro like that's that's unbelievable like so that's how I started my writing I was like if I want to have a relationship with my brother he loves to do this like you know that way yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's a shared experience like we can do this together like do you know what I mean yeah yeah and that that was the influence so yeah. it did start with Rick's like my my kind of uh taking writing seriously started through Rick's because I knew that we could do yeah. something together you know that way that's fair yeah and then you could see like it unfolding the potentials of yeah it, like you know so but remembering back in the days you were always kind of musically in tune like in top man and stuff you used to go with to nightclubs and it was more about the music than the scene yeah absolutely. i do exactly. remember you yeah. always kind of being like that so i always remember yeah. the stock room being fucking <laughs> on flames down there like i came in one day and he was playing you were playing the new black keys uh mm. you know like uh fever 
But like, it's when that album <laughs> you came out, you were, you were fucking blaring it. I was like, this sounds like Blackies. And you were like, it is the Black. And I was like, oh, stop traffic. Like, we're going to be friends. <laughs> I know we already were, but we, know, as yeah. I said, we, we did shifts when we were asleep yeah, yeah, yeah. and looking after the things <laughs> together. Like, but now, yeah, you're always kind of in tune with that. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? You always had your kind of finger on the pulse of what was kind of relative <coughs> and new at the time. Yeah, Even absolutely. before it came to certain people who were into that sort of stuff. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Very genre. Like, you had multi-genres that you were kind of into. Yeah. So it was very broad. Yeah, your, that's your a kind good of point there, <laughs> <laughs> Multi-genre, you say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, growing up, that's, that's... I just got a flashback of my dad or, like, the minute you said multi-genre because... I used to listen to Skirlex growing up. Do you remember that oh, bloke yeah, yeah. with the blue hair? Like, and I'd have a full <laughs> blast on in the gaff and all. Like, and it'd just be like, bum, 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 bum. and I'd be like, "What the fuck, woman? You're like, you're listening to rock and roll, or you'd be listening to rap, or you'd be listening to reggae." And next minute, this like drum and bass noise comes on. Or is it even drum and bass? I don't even know. Dubstep. Thank you very much. Like, he was just like, "Jesus Christ, girl, and you really do have like a, a wide range of yeah. music influence." You could say, like, because at the time I was influenced by that. Yeah, that's just mad. to go off the rocker and listen to it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that was the influence a, there. Like. Yeah, you have to have a so, certain ear for that kind of music now, I must say. But it I was just didn't have that expression part yet. Look, I was looking at Rob, I was looking at you play in Top Man in the, uh, the when canteen. we were on lunch in the canteen. Yeah, and yeah. I remember one Christmas, like, it was fucking freezing. Yeah. <laughs> and we were all just sitting there, <laughs> was yeah. shivering our fucking ass off, but you were playing away, like, yeah, and yeah. the fucking acoustics in the room and all. And I was just like, I'd love to be able to do, like, I was yeah, the exact, way, like, I was the exact same as that, like, when I moved to, when I started walking in Top Man, because as I said, I'm not, I've tried music, like, I've tried the guitar, I've tried DJing, I've tried it, but I just don't have it in me, you know what mm. I mean? It's just, and I'm cool with that. But I love like the way the guys have villains and yourselves mm. doing music, and I love seeing people like Harrison as well from yeah. Top Man. People doing stuff in music because I like to latch on to it and be like, "Yeah, mm. I'll be part of the buzz because I can't do it myself." Well, this is mm. kind of part of the buzz, you know. Yeah, like, but that's and you're doing yeah. something seriously creative with this podcast, you know yeah. that way. Like, so that is your creative. Yeah, that's outlet, what we're doing you know? now. Yeah, but I just mean back then. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I used to be the same as you, looking at the lads fucking going, mm. and even like I'd be so impressed by Luke on the drums as well. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's just as it's so something that I couldn't pick up, but I do like to latch on to. Mm, of course, and like even as we were saying before, plenty of times like Tom Man was just such a cultural hub. Yeah, like it, it really was. Like so just good. the people that came through, you didn't know what they were into, but they were always into something. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? they always had something kind of going, even yeah. from early doors. Remember, fucking was it Jamie Man that used to make tie dye teas and bring, yeah, bring them yeah, in yeah, and shit. Yeah, we yeah, used to yeah, rock yeah, them and like, sing and all. Jesus Christ, yeah. play with the shit. Like yeah. you come in and be like, "Oh, I made this in my back garden," and I was <laughs> like, "Oh, deadly, that's fucking sweet." Like, do you know what I mean? I yeah. bought one off for like forty euro for fuck's sake. Still robbing <laughs> the as it was well. A, like, it was a pennies two euro t-shirt and five euro for the die. Yeah. He charged me dirty forty quid for it. You still don't know that about as well. Give me a little bollocks. We just bought a Grimici tea for forty quid. I'm like Jamie. No, with all seriousness, Jamie, I love you. But yeah, no, hundred percent. Top Man was a very, uh, and I think everyone in Top Man, so, some way, shape, or form, done music. Yeah, yeah. they had some, like even the even like the managers were DJs. Yeah, and, like, you know what mm. was it in the Oak? In the like, o- Robbie oh, yeah. and Rao used to DJ in there Jesus. on the weekends. That's called like Tom <laughs> Rays or something. It's still the Oak. Oh, it's still the Oak, yeah, yeah. Right. Like they, they, it was called something else for a while, but then they switched it back. Yeah, yeah. Right. Downstairs, but downstairs in the Oak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. hell, just playing Rage Against Machine, killing in the name. <laughs> just watching people go off, like it was great. <laughs> but like that was like that came from the top. Do you mm. know what I mean? And every like the music itself in that job was really yeah. kind of like you know everyone was like, oh, I want to put on this CD. This mm-hmm. they wanted to yeah, have yeah, yeah, that was such 
like as I said, there's just such vibes in there. Like it, it was after dark. It was like what I'm watching. It was Prince's yeah. greatest hits. Eminem for two yeah. hours straight. The LP one. Yeah. Like, Kill you when I was on at three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on a Sunday. Like yeah. when I was just a little baby boy. <laughs> Mothers walking around their sons and all Eminem just blasting out of the speakers. Like, I used to have so much trouble for that one time, I remember, because I was on on a Sunday and someone complained about it. Oh, did like, they? Yeah, yeah, Robbie Eastman said it to me, yeah. Oh, for real? I shouldn't have Eminem on Jordan the opening hours. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Somebody just walked out of the dressing room. I'm going to kill you! <laughs> I thought people enjoyed it, though. Yeah, but not fucking 60 year old ah, women shopping for that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't like this? But now, take us back to yourself then, Caroline. Sorry, so. I know we went down a little rabbit hole ah, there, but it's it all good. It happens. Uh, um, so yeah, PCM, you and Ricks were writing, and as a, I kind of want to maybe touch on like your lyricism a little bit because, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, it is very like when I listen to to your songs, it does feel like it's coming from a place of like emotion, and is that something mm-hmm. that you want to put across in your music all the time? Or yeah, absolutely. Because I know with modern day music, it's all about like fucking bitches and stabbing people, mm-hmm. and you know, like the, especially the kind of hip hop rap scene, grime scene, whatever, mm. in or- Dublin and Ireland. Now, there are a lot of very good artists that aren't doing that, but it seems like the most popular thing mm. is that kind of narrative and whatever. But for yourself, you're obviously different in that way. Like, mm. I appreciate that, man, yeah. Yeah. I just felt like, if you're going to make music, make sure that you're talking about something that you know about. Like, yeah. You know? And family was just definitely something that I knew about. So, mm. with the first EP, 39, it was just like, just write as many stories that you can remember coming from this house yeah and that's where all like the inspiration kind of came from you know that way yeah yeah yeah. and i always felt like if you're gonna do anything you might as well put your heart into it so that's where my lyrics come from you know that way they always i always feel like and the process comes easier for me when i'm trying to write lyrics from that standpoint of view you know the way if i'm just reflecting on whatever happened to me yeah and yeah really thinking about like different types of situations i feel like i can draw from all that experience and yeah i can put it out in lyrics like you know so in particular with harley zion that happened after a fight with me and rebecca right we were in the eleanor i think it was and i won a bet like <laughs> it was uh i know that feeling <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, hundred that you weren't expecting like yeah, yeah i think yeah. it was 300 euro off yeah, a scorecast or something like i know it yeah i yeah. can't even remember what and you, just was. T- you just think that right that's it now i can go full throttle like yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. that's free money like yeah and that's, that's exactly what happened <laughs> bro i've been in that position with my missus before as well up the pub you win a bet and you're like right i'm going turbo now <laughs> we were already see the thing is we were out we were having dinner yeah and we were oh, well i had a sloy eye on the match like yeah and then the fucking bet came in and then yeah like you're just explaining there yeah. kind of got carried away but that's where that's where that force fight happened with us ever like you know yeah. that way and then i just roll from that experience and yeah yeah so similar things like that different type of situations similar to that one that's what i like to draw yeah. from you know that and way? i feel that i feel as coming from an artist artist perspective like there is a lot of like fake people out there rapping about stuff that mm. they haven't been through like as i said money and fucking cars and blah 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 they're not rapping about real life you know what I mean it's it's all kind of a mirage or whatever I'm sure you can attest to the lyrics writing lyrics yeah exactly like I think if you write from the heart a little bit people like people like you know write that like Mm. do you know what I mean they can kind of feel it too everyone's been through something in their life that you could probably that we've all been through so Mm. when you put it into words and when you kind of really read it and listen to it Mm. it kind of reflects on your own life as well like do you know what I mean I like writing processes for me especially with the band and stuff like that like it kind of like it won't be as very it won't be as often but when it happens like when mm-hmm. something happens all of a sudden it's just there 
like I've talked about it before, like with me, it would always kind of be a title. If, if yeah. I seen a title yeah, yeah. as something, I'd be like, I can feel something into that about myself. Mm-hmm. And then that that's where the song comes from. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I see what you mean? If I have a structure and like I... I, I, the one thing I struggle at the end with is how am I what's the name of this like do you mm-hmm. know what I mean so I work the opposite way around do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, if I yeah. see something that means something okay I'll pour myself into that in that way yeah absolutely and, I see but like it's just it can be a difficult process though as well like do you mm-hmm. know what I mean because it might not happen all the time yeah. but like it has to be something that just triggers something in you yeah, and then as I said, people kind of relate to things that are real more so than things that are fabricated. Yeah, Do you know absolutely. what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, and you, and yeah, that's a perfect way of explaining it, really, like mm-hmm. because it is people feel it because it's coming from a real place. Like exactly. so, like the experience that you are drawing from is real, so it's not yeah. going to come across as if you're not meaning it. Like exactly, know? like yeah, and that is the difference. Like you're saying, the difference with it. Like I do. I appreciate all rappers that are out there. Like hundred percent. Yeah, all, you can't all, all okay, genre changes. Yeah. Like you know, but like. I do feel like it is important to mm. make stuff coming from what you know about, like, you know that way? Yeah. yeah. It's cool to make up a fabricated story and rap about it. Yeah, that's fine. Like, But if it's just a story, make sure that people know that it's just a story and this is not part of your mentality and this is not part of who you are. Yeah. Because, like, people who are listening to your music, like, some people that you don't even know, I remember when PCM first started, like, it was kind of generating a good bit of momentum you'd have random people coming up to you just saying like Jesus I, I like that part in the song or I like yeah. the way you like said this in this song you're like Jesus Christ so it does stand to you like you know that way yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah. you say genuinely like people can like come at you out of nowhere if you're putting out music out there because you don't know who's listening to it like exactly, so yeah. it is important to make music coming from what you feel is right like you know that way yeah no that's so fair. then people can feel it like you know it's like it's like putting it out make sure that it's something that you stand by at the end of the day when it goes mm-hmm. by like like when you're putting it out there it's out into the world it can be its own thing but mm-hmm. like i'm standing by this that it's like i've done everything i can with yeah. this sort of material with this team and now it's out there like do you know yeah, what i mean absolutely yeah no that's that's true like yeah no that's fair and even when we're recording in like when we've done things before over the last couple of years like unless it's like absolutely perfect as well down to the t- I have this I have this thing afterwards as well I can't I struggle to kind of let go of it yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, I, I don't know if you have that as well it's like when it's all kind of done then it's like I'm, I have to close it now do you know mm. what I mean then yeah. it's out and then that's it I don't think about it then do you yeah. know what I mean like even I don't listen back to stuff I put out before I don't even listen back to these podcasts do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean I listen to it every fucking week well, when they're done <laughs> when they're done they're yeah, done yeah. like they're out yeah. there for other people to enjoy absolutely do you yeah. know what I mean yeah yeah It's and it's like sometimes you might release something if you're hanging on to the outcome of it mm. you know that way because that can make you not want to release something exactly of something you know yeah, yeah yeah and that was kind of like this with the with the here and now like Rebecca was writing tunes for I don't know how long like 8 years upon years like secretly and then while I was doing PCM I was writing alongside her but then when Jazz kind of took that rise and we didn't capitalise on the momentum because we were trying to force things, Rebecca was always writing. And I was like, I need to keep feeding this, you know, that way. I need yeah, to keep feeding yeah, this. Yeah. I need to keep feeding this. It's a hunger, like. Yeah, it's a hunger. Yeah. So then that's kind of how it kind of just developed into, like, the more solo stuff then. Yeah. Mm. When me and Ricky at the time, sorry, I'm after have to off there. No, you're killing that one. It doesn't do you, boo-boo. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I, I continued on the writing because of Rebecca she was constantly writing so we found that I'm going to have to completely go off track here lads <laughs> that's all good continue wait, like what it. was the start of this again what was why was I getting into explaining why it was writing alongside Rebecca that's what I'm after ladies and no it's just on the lyrics and stuff like mm. that you were you were kind of saying that like once it's um, 
once you get to a point of like you know releasing it and closing off that kind mm. of aspect of things is, that's where you're going in that direction thank you Rob yeah <laughs> it was holding on to Ever the, the professional it yeah. was holding on to the outcome exactly yeah, 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 yeah. that can make you not want mm. to release it and that's yeah yeah thank you man no no worries <laughs> Cause I listen. That's, 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 <laughs> that's what, what I'm we didn't for. put out any more PCM stuff. Like yeah. Yeah. we were holding on to the outcome, and like because we wanted it to be like at such a high level, you know, that yeah, way we we I had professional you. standards for ourselves. And if Jazzy is going to be singing on our songs, we we want to make sure that it's good not only for us but for her as well. Because of course, yeah. she just made that tune with Belters only that yeah, went absolutely yeah. huge. Like, that's what I was going to That's what I was going to ask. Now I don't want to go too much into it, but just because you were obviously there for the st- very start mm. with Jazzy, yeah. And like the Royals has been phenomenal, like yeah, and absolutely. fair play to her. Like she's doing her thing. Was as you said, like you were, you had stuff wrote, but you did. Did you not feel like you were on her level, like because she was going so quick? Yeah, 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 man. You could say that if we we're being completely honest. Like we were like, oh shit, like this. We're making hip hop, but she's making unbelievable house music. Yeah, yeah, how do yeah. We make unbelievable hip hop music. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, of course. How yeah. do we make hip hop music that's gonna get us to a level where people are gonna want to see us on a bigger stage? Like, yeah. Mm. And that's the idea that we had in our head. We were like, we're just one step away now, bro. Like, you know, yeah, the way I had yeah, to do all this yeah. work. Like, we're yeah. just right there. Like, jazz is after taking off. Like, what whole rise is our rise as well, you know? Let's try and capitalize on this. And then we were being overcritical of yeah, the theme yeah. of some songs yeah. and flows and certain kind songs. Kind of our own worst enemy. Yeah, our own worst enemy, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's why holding on to an outcome can be so detrimental. Yeah. You know, the way because, like, some of the stuff that we have wrote, you might like it now, but. It could have popped at the time when when the rise was happening, you yeah, know that way. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's why we didn't. We were holding on to the outcome and thinking that it's not at a certain level mm. for right, it to yeah, be released. Yeah. Of course, so, yeah. But like Ricky, he's still he's still writing away. Like he still yeah. has a lot of tunes there. Like, but so like can that, I ask where's the dynamic now? Like, because I know you I've seen you posting there. What do you call himself? Papa C. Papa C. Papa <laughs> yeah. C. Yeah. I, that, I was like, do I call him Papa C? Oh, C? Daddy oh, C? Yeah, no, oh, thank you very much. Shout out to Alana, she's going to laugh at that one. But yeah, so Papa where's, C. Where's PCM at, at the moment? Like, is it you're taking kind of full mm. control of it? Or, because um, I know you've released with Ritual, but yeah. mm-hmm. what's, the, what's your next kind of move with yeah. regards? Because you're saying Ricky's still writing. Jazzy's obviously gone off doing mm. her own thing. She Absolutely. probably maybe. M- maybe down the line she might come back and do something which is but what's mm. what's kind of the plan now at the moment the plan now at the moment is I'm not saying that PCM has ended or anything of course. Yeah. That, that that was like I always feel like whenever Ricky wants to make music again he can and yeah. he will but for now I just had these songs brewing from like everything that like spiritually was happening to me and mentally happening to me transforming at a time I felt like some of the stuff that I was talking about my little brother, like, he wasn't fully understanding, so I was like, I want to still make music that has, like, what I've been going through spiritually and how I've transformed right. and what I do to, or what I did to transform my lifestyle yeah. from, like, an unconscious type lifestyle to a consciously living yeah. awareness of myself every day type lifestyle. Yeah, I get you. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, and when I presented that to him, he was just like, Mm, I don't know bro I just like the way that I do it that's a little bit too much yeah so I was like I don't want PCM to finish but I want to keep making music from of myself, course so yeah, exactly. and I kept going down different lanes maybe like and yeah yeah I was that's that's what it, I was experimenting with loads of different sounds but like I still love the music so that's why I wanted to keep going keep with it, it going you know, that way like yeah. so for PCM it's not like I'm completely forgetting about PCM it's just like I just felt like it was right for me to announce that 
Kieran is putting out music again because yeah. I still have it in me. Like you know that of way. Course, I, still, yeah, yeah. I still like to write music yeah. and I've been working away and I felt like as I was growing as a person mentally, I felt like it's all reflecting through the music. Like you know the way I was yeah. simultaneously going through stuff and that has some like kind of resonance or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it has yeah. a definite resonance. Yeah, mm, yeah. And so that's that's why I continue to. Course, PCM yeah. is not finished. It's just yeah. that I'm doing solo stuff that I feel is a little bit more. In my perspective yeah. than two of us coming together and talking about what happened between okay, us yeah, yeah. this is more what this happened your journey me. maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. so I'm writing from that perspective basically yeah, yeah. deadly and you talk I know about that's really heavy and no, deep no no that's no, cool that's, 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 that's it like do you know what I mean like mm. it's it's complicated like do you know what I mean like even yeah like, music is complicated music is like, like yeah. when you get f- like for ourselves like four of us in a room are four different people do you mm. know what I mean and sometimes like we spend hours in this room just trying to you know like get something on we're all on the same page we mm-hmm. might not like something with the drums or the bass or something like that or how it's written or how it's sang yeah, yeah. but it's all about that collaboration do you know what i mean because at the end of the day we all want to pull in the same direction yeah but we just have to get on side of one another and you kind of have to be willing to be say okay look listen you're right about that or mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean and willing to let the little things go like yeah. like do you know what i mean because at the end of the day you still want to do the overall picture is going that direction mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and I think, sometimes yeah. if, if there is a fork in the road do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but that's you still want to end up at the same destination yeah, do you know I, what I mean yeah, I, that, that, that's a lovely way of putting it as well and that's what I was going to say a lot of sorry a lot of like groups kind of do veer off in their own direction yeah. like we've seen it like in the past with bigger groups like mm. st- yeah for, like know. look at Take That yeah, Gary Barlow he yeah. left like, <laughs> no, Wu-Tang or something yeah, like that yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, oh yeah like Wu-Tang the cool one but that's like but like I'm sure you see Jazzy and you're like she, she's gone off to do house music mm. but you're happy for her to go and do that like oh, it's absolutely man, and yeah. I'm sure she's going to be happy for you to go and do your kind of new yeah. thing you know what I mean absolutely and brother. it's a new sound Um, but I, like, I, I don't know you just want to if you don't mind pick up on you talked about going through journey spiritually yeah 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 so if you don't mind like what was there something that maybe like changed up your kind of perspective on yeah like I I always had this like right so as a person I always attached myself to the idea of being a hippie you know okay, the way? Yeah. I just like the idea and I won't I'm not without being real I'd always got that vibe off you you were always that kind of cool kind of like not really much bothered you and yeah, you were yeah. just really like loose with it like yeah, like nomadic yeah. or something like yeah. that like, do you know what I mean like just kept himself doing yeah. his own thing and like but with, with still no he was always sociable like yeah, with the sociable, lads and stuff but, but like do you know what I mean there was like have that, that vibe, vibe, yeah. vibe like do you know yeah. what I mean like yeah that's where I, and so I kind of developed that that idea of who I was, and this is going to be honest, like, I took an LSD stamp when I was 18. Yeah. And, like, after that, I recognised that I could literally, like, feel people's vibrations, you know, that way, yeah, like, yeah. how they made me feel, like, you know, yeah. the way when I'd interact with them. And so that's kind of what way I navigated me through my social life, like, you yeah. know, that way. Yeah. Even, like, with my with work, you were just saying there, I was very laid back and nice to people. But it was just because people in in top man for instance i could feel everybody's niceness yeah so yeah. i could relax and i yeah, could be yeah, nice yeah. in that in that moment so that's kind of what way i kind of navigated my life so then it came to the point where i, I base who i am off the way other people make me feel but how do i make other people feel right you know right, the yeah, way okay. so who so who am i now yeah, like, you yeah. know that way like if this i kind of just outplayed the idea of being a hippie and start actually trying to make it who I was you know that way if that yeah. makes sense so there's yeah. loads of different things that 
loads of different processes that you probably go through. So for one, with me, it was me and Rebecca had a, a major argument. And I well, ended up back on the couch <laughs> in my mask. Yeah, I've been there before. We've all that. been there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, like, this porch started to happen to me. Yeah, I know it's going to sound mental. No, no. But this porch way, started to happen to me. Yeah, like, and I literally couldn't fight it off. And it was just like, you have to recognize why this situation is happening to you, Kieran. Like, yeah. you, you literally have to sit with yourself and see where the behavioral patterns are coming from. So, as I started to question myself, like, why do I react in arguments so heatedly and then raise my voice and all of these different patterns that led to the argument I had yeah. to sit with and question and like I started to recognise oh shit it's good being a hippie but this is the real work now like you're seriously yeah. starting to question the internal you like the spirit yeah, you yeah. the spirit in the spirituality lifestyle like this is who I am now like you know that way yeah. so I started to go down that internal road and question where my behaviours were stemming from and who I was being, who or why I was being the person who I was, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I recognised, like, the noiseness thing, that was basically just feeling people's vibrations, but then, like, so, for instance, like, it'd be like, what would it be like? How am I trying to explain this so easily? I, the like? way I'd say it is, um, like, because I understand where you're coming from as well, because I've kind of been on that little journey myself. Because, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, like, before off air, I was like, I'm getting the torty. I'm getting to an, a point in my life now where I'm like, I kind of have to start being better. Mm-hmm. Have my daughter there as well. Yeah. She's kind of changed my outlook on life. I'm sure your son has done the same for yeah, you. Absolutely. So absolutely. I understand that kind of internal struggle of, and I get the whole, like, uh, I'm I'm nice around people but internally I'm mm. not that the, I don't like I wouldn't say I'm like angry or like I'm a bad person mm. but I do have those traits within myself that I don't like yeah absolutely and bro. they're embedded in me whether I like them or not yeah 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 but, and I don't like I, I have my reasons as to why I think there's a lot of going on like in mm. kind of family and it's always family everything always reverts back yeah. to family and the people before you generational mm. and I've, I've something that's really been interesting to me kind of recently of stuff that's kind of gone on in my life would be kind of the generational trauma. Mm, now, absolutely, bro. I had my dad on the podcast a couple of, mm. like, episode 30 or something, yeah, probably it was, before. It was, it was a long yeah. time ago. And he talked about him being in prison and being locked up, and he was never around for me right. in my life. So I think from where my kind of anger stems from is lose, not having him around. Yeah, and in, And growing up by myself with just a single mother and mm-hmm. me nanny and granda. But I've reverted... Like we've, we've chatted about him, me and my dad, we talk about him, I'm over that now, mm-hmm. but I still feel like this part of me inside that is still angry. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, I let that out sometimes. And it's always the drink and it's the drugs mm. and it's, no, absolutely. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like you're you're questioning where all of your behavioural yeah. traits have come from yeah. and it stems back from yeah. your dad. But I'm sure that was extremely healing to even have that conversation yeah. with your dad. To try yeah, because he told me it came from his father as well mm, so mm. it's that generational tra- and it's yeah. something that I've been really looking up and it's been but, really but, uh, that, that's exactly it that is the start of the spiritual work though yeah when you start to question the where when and how you've became who you are like yeah. you know that way and that's literally the hole that I got sent down like I thought I was doing all that as just this, this had this hippie idea of who I was so I was completely unaware of the level that Rebecca was trying to get me at yeah. in terms of spirituality. She felt like I was spiritually immature if to put 
put it honestly yeah, like, you yeah, know yeah. so she was always trying these things to try and make me bring the awareness to where I was coming from yeah and then like I was self saying self reflection yeah proper yeah. self reflection you know real genuinely asking yourself the questions that you've just yeah. explained right there like going proper deep with the generational trauma and it coming from your father yeah that type of thinking you can't associate that to being a spiritual type person you know yeah, that way yeah, because yeah, you're course. breaking down the fact that you can recognize that you can then break down that code that has been passed on to you so you exactly, don't do it yeah. to your daughter you know yeah. that way yeah, yeah yeah and this is what happened with me with rebecca the argument was like i don't want to be arguing with the one person that i love so much in my yeah. whole entire life like yeah. she literally is everything i know she's sitting behind me but Aww. she is like you know <laughs> so i was like how how do i stop this like you know that way yeah so then the porch happened and I was just like sweating for five days, crying out me like so much fucking tears, man. Yeah. Because I was literally like, I know why and how all of these arguments happened. Like, you know that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, my dad doesn't know this, but has a lot of it has yeah, come from yeah. parents, like you were just saying. You it know always that way? is. Everyone that I speak to about have that, are depressed or there's always a link somewhere in the past that... Hmm. Maybe some people don't speak about. Some people genuinely are just depressed. It's like they're in their head. There's mm. the chemical imbalance and stuff like that. But most of the time, I believe now I could be wrong. Someone could say I'm wrong, mm. but I believe most of the time it's generational trauma. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all passed down. Like, and I, 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 I know that full well. Like, mm. it's the people in the environment that you exactly, are surrounded yeah. with most that yeah. kind of have a huge part to play on how you are as a teenager. So all them years that you've been around the people that you are around up until the point till you start to like personalize yourself exactly you know that yeah, way? Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. all of those traits come from yeah, and then like you were just explaining there that's the whole that well not even the whole that's the line of thinking that i was brought down with the argument you know yeah, yeah. so i felt like while i was going through that and questioning loads of different things about myself why i was jealous and why i was angry and yeah like if i was passionate what was i why was i passionate and all of this type of stuff. Yeah. So now, do you think your music going forward is gonna be this kind of new? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of it's way gonna be like, yeah, yeah. Just basically presenting the mentality and what took what it took to get there. Of course. You yeah. know that way. Yeah. So no, that, that's what I'm trying to bring across. It's like like self-reflection yeah. being put out mm. there, like basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's getting back to why you write the music in the first place. Yeah. So I feel like this is genuinely coming from my heart again. You know. So it's it, just five tracks about grown you know that way yeah. and different processes to grown as a person so, so is this a new this new book of work that you're going to be putting out is going to be five tracks of yeah it's going to be called the spiritual ep spiritual workout ep sorry and uh, that is literally what it's all about it's from yeah. that writing perspective of growth yeah, and growth. inner learning and yeah and yeah. yeah growth and yeah. inner learning like you it just is said, yeah. that's definitely something that as i mentioned I'm getting I'm 30 now in November and life is starting to become different mm-hmm. you know the 18 to, till now still <laughs> partying <laughs> every weekend you know the booze everything else that goes with it and as you mentioned the, like, I was literally sitting here you're like oh I was out for dinner with my missus got a bit yeah, and, yeah. and we had an argument I can literally exact same story up in the Black Forge you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I will click the bet and I was like what oh. is it about that crumbling roll for fuck's sake the yeah, LA and now, and now the forest, like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but now I, I do and it's that's why I go to halfway house <laughs> Is that the, that's long miler then isn't it yeah yeah I go to yeah, halfway yeah you're safe I'm safe over there <laughs> nice car diesel 
but um, a <laughs> <laughs> fucking great carveries up there. <laughs> up the halfway. Um, but now, yeah, definitely, it's. I, I'm kind of glad we tapped into that because it's something that I did like with the podcast. Mm. We do like when we have people on. We it's we do like to laugh and joke, but I do like I've, I was. It's weird. Like I knew when you were coming up, we were gonna have an, a conversation about yeah. mm. something like this because I just, as I said, I always thought you were that kind of laid back, cool guy, and that that was what your way of thinking. Yeah. But I didn't realise it's only now that you're thinking that way. Yeah. I would have always thought you were like real spiritual back in the day and I stuff thought, like see, that. See, that's the thing. Like, I thought I was, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. And I liked the idea of being yeah, spiritual. exactly, but yeah. But then like, there's like, liking the idea, but then there's like actually doing the spiritual work. Yeah. And that's probably what I was like, I'm, sh- I'm probably struggling with getting across. It's that spiritual work. It's that process. It's yeah. getting into yourself internally. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm trying to bring across on this P- EP anyway. Yeah, you know, I know that I've probably struggled to get to that explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a journey. Yeah, as you grow, like as you get mm. older, like you just find yourself reflecting more and more about yourself and yeah. about your current situation, and then about family. That's it right. always resorts, but as we were just saying, it kind of always just go back to that. But even for me, as I've kind of gotten older and stuff like that, like you know, you kind of lose touch with certain friends and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. Yeah, I, for me and anyway, it's like my family are my friends now. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 100%. My, ma, my dad are like my best friends. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I go around and I see them. Like, I go out and co- for a coffee with them all the time and stuff like that. Like, and I love doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But maybe when I was younger and stuff, I'd be like, oh, I'm going out with the lads and this and the other. But with growth comes that reflection. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As to what you have. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how lucky you are. Like, do you know what I mean? 100% for it, yeah. And that, that is, that is exactly it. That's mm. where I am trying to write from, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's lovely. Lo- it's, lo- it's, it's lovely to hear it, to be honest with you, man. Well, I I'm, appreciate it. I'm that. happy you're on that journey yeah, as well. And, but um, when, do you have an idea of when the music's going to come out? Is there, can you so, give us a little exclusive or? I can't give you an exact, <laughs> I can't give you an exact date. I can't yeah. give you an exact yeah. date. But so I can't what tell percentage of the work are you doing? Is there still a lot to I go? I have the whole lot done. Right. I have the whole lot done. I'm just planning an attack now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, like you that's the fun that part, though. As well, <laughs> yeah. I always love doing that shit. Like, except when it came to the artwork, mm. Liam will uh, <laughs> say things about that. I'm a whore for the artwork. Like, but yeah. other than that, it was always cool to kind of plan out and be like, okay, we're dropping this, we're dropping that, we're dropping that. Yeah, that was the and cool thing whatever. about being in the band, though. I'm sure, like, you have yeah. loads of people to throw that out to. When you're doing it by yourself, it's like, oh fuck, Carl, my mate Carl, he used to always do the social media stuff. I haven't yeah, been yeah, on yeah. it in ten years, lads. Like, <laughs> shit, yeah. so now I'm Different like, ball game now. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, oh, do I like post? stuff every day or do I not like or do I put a video up and be explaining this song and yeah like, we're the know, same, like, we're the same with like the podcast everyone that we have on is like oh you need to do this get on the video content and get mm. yourself out there and that's how it works and I think it's just being it's consistent like, yeah, though it's just, consist- yeah. Yeah, it's just consistency. consistency the last you know couple I mean? of weeks yeah, we've yeah, been yeah, just yeah. talking about consistency and like every week we're popping out um, new episodes so and that's what guests have even said exactly right? like, guests yeah. are coming on just being like we've had guests from everything like do you know what i mean and mm-hmm. they're just like consistency is key like with what the, and then you see it with what they're doing as well and then obviously it goes up and up and up and they are where they are mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so yeah just like having that consistency especially with music and stuff like that like like we've kind of learned from before like we had an ep and we just kind of threw it out like over like kind of lockdown and stuff like that when well we released two singles was it two singles or three singles I can't even remember like, <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> but anyway uh, there's stuff now in hindsight i would kind of done differently in that situation do you know what i mean yeah. like but you, that's like you have to learn from those experiences as well so yeah exactly yeah it's Experience just all the curve, like, yeah. that's it like do you know what i mean so it's all a it's all a thinking curve it a is curve. sorry <laughs> a thinking curve <laughs> but, uh, i got the nod off lima where 
we're going to wrap it up now. Um, yeah, no problem. Kieran, and an absolute pleasure, man. It's, it's been, been super. Such a fucking Thanks, cool conversation. Yeah, man. Really feels just too much. No, no, I loved every minute that, of it. That was amazing. Like, do you know, we um, like these conversations. Yeah, yeah. We do like they're sometimes you need to take it down from just the laugh and the joke and like have an actual adult conversation about what's going on in the world and and if people are listening, as Kieran was saying, self reflection and a bit of bit just of internal, internal thinking it, it does the world a good. But um, definitely keep an eye out for uh, PCM. We'll obviously share it around and 100%. go like give us a like give us a share share everything for yeah, us please we need yeah. to get it out there <laughs> but uh Kieran, it's been an absolute pleasure mate and thanks we'll maybe do a part two soon we never know absolutely yeah be i'm sure there's a lot project. more to unlock yeah i am light-hearted it's all i always come across <laughs> mad fucking intense like that's what i noticed but that's, there, that's i think that's that's you as a person mm. as well like you, as i mentioned like you have that thing about you where it's just I just feel like you've mm. always been, as I said, feel mm. like you've always been spiritual. And look, we wish you all the best in your journey and your music. And yeah, appreciate it, lads. Thank you so forward. much for having me on. Where's the best place to find your tunes or to keep in touch with you? Uh, well, the best place right now is through PCM on Instagram. I will so be it's powerful creative minds. Powerful yeah. creative minds yeah, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. So that's what I'm in the process of. Actually, good question. Next for me is setting up my own Spotify as right. Kieran. Right. And that's where my Daddy pop- C. Papa C. Papa C. <laughs> big Papa C. <laughs> Jesus, you know what? <laughs> You're making me rethink. It's kind of I never had it. I never had a rap name. Like, I, just, <laughs> I never just attached that to myself. I just thought Kira was cool. But now mm. I'm starting to think Papa C might be actually good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it is. It's going to. My first tune will be out at the end of September yeah. and it will be on my own Spotify page and by the name of Well, look, we'll, we'll share this. So if you're listening and you want to find it, you'll be on the page. And mm. look, wish you all the best of luck, mate. Thanks very much, lads. Yeah. Having you much appreciate it. Have you to say, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just said it there, bro. <laughs> Usually I'm very quiet at the end days. <laughs> but now it's been super having you up, dude. It's been amazing. It's been and nice to link up again. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that, lads. Yeah, keep liking, keep sharing. Get it all out there. Love you. Love you, folks. Thanks very much. <laughs>